When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hashtag no music, no intro. We are back. Coming down from the high that was the Saints stunning the Falcons in week one in Atlanta. And just like the NFL does, man, you had that you had that moment. Yeah, we were all we were all excited. We we're all happy. And it's like, oh, all right, <laughs> gotta, gotta get ready for week two. 24 hour rule, baby. Move on. Um Taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Here we go again. Here we go again, bro. Since we've started, since we have had this podcast, the Saints have gone four and one against the Bucks. Obviously, the one win being in the playoffs. But since we've started recording, they have swept the Bucks in the regular season. Swept them, and absolutely insane. And here we go again, week two. Also, like, I, I don't know what the fucking schedule makers were thinking, putting three divisional games at the beginning of the season. Like, right? what the fuck is that about? But we know we know the story, man. We Like, we don't have to, like, really, really dive into it too much. Like, we're going to. But I, I think when I think of this game, the, the three things that are going to be – the, the three most important things about this game. First of all, first and foremost is injury. It appears, and I say appears, that the Bucks may be without Chris Godwin and Donovan Smith, their, their left top, <clears throat> excuse me, their left top in this game. We all know how players or other teams, opposing teams, just magically heal before, before the game. But yeah. it is potentially trending that they'll be missing those two starters. So that's the, that's the that's the, the the first thing. And the second thing to me is was the pass rush that the Saints showed in week 1 was mm. that just pass rush of them not rushing up the field because that was the game plan and they didn't want to rush too far up the field to contain Mariota or was that just pass rush? Um, and then my second thing, we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna dig into all these things deeper. My second thing is this just feel just just feels like the game that if there was ever a game that the Saints are gonna be like, oh, that's why we have Marcus Williams. Mm. Like to me, this is this, this is this game. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I don't know if we want to start with the Saints offense against the Bucks defense or vice versa, but let's 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 dive into it, man. 
Yeah, let's go, man. Start with the uh, Saints offense. Um, um to me, it's simple, bro. Like, is the off if if we get the O line that played in the first three quarters against the against the Falcons, bro, this game Ooh. is gonna be a slaughter. <laughs> slaughter, it's not gonna be close. Like I, you um, know, I said, I said on the uh, in the Discord, like, I mean, um, what's his name? What's the head coach? Uh, Todd Bowles. Ty Bowles, if Ty Bowles, Ty Bowles turned that Atlanta tape on, and he see those free A and B gap blitzes opening up, Birdman like, hand rub, baby, like, like, like Noah splitting the river, the, the, sea, <laughs> the Red Sea or whatever, he like, ooh, I'm about to bring that heat. And you know, what the crazy thing is, they might not, the the scary thing is, is that they might not need to even, they might not even need to. Brain heat, bro. Like they might be able to get disruption with just beat a video. With just be, like that's how the Saints have historically won against the Bucks. Conversely, right. like and and if you go look back at the uh, the Bucks uh, Cowboys game, I was you know uh, studying it today, and you know they didn't blitz as much in that in that game. Dak played horrible, horrible before bro. he got hurt. Um, look. I got my gripes about Mike McCarthy, man. Like the dude is so unimaginative with offense. Um, missionary, it, it, it's bro, missionary with the lights off, <laughs> under the covers, under the covers. Like that's 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 Mike McCarthy offense, bro. Like like the routes are just boring, bro. It's just like wow, like you're not helping at all. So you know, Saints offense is a little different from that, but still, you know, I mean, you got Akeem Hicks. He's oh, gonna boy. be lining up. He's gonna be lining up right over Caesar Reese. Oh, boy, and, you know I know I can't make him a little longer too. You know he's not what he was, but I mean oh, that's boy. not a matchup I like. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you know then you got Vita Vea. He usually lines up. He sometimes he plays the nose. Sometimes he shades over. So you know he's a load. He's a load. You know what I'm saying? So it's gonna Lord, be Eric man. McCoy. Eric McCoy and Pete spending a lot of time on him. So Caesar Reese gonna have to win his matchup. You know what I'm <laughs> so, who that nation need to say a, a, a prayer? <laughs> now, and that's and you said that without even mentioning they drafted Logan Hall, I think, in the first round of this year's this past draft, or maybe it was the second round. It was the second round, maybe. Um, and it's it makes me like so annoyed that in a very short period, of th- like in one game. Like Logan Hall just appears to maybe be a better fucking pro player than fucking Peyton Turner, who was drafted. <laughs> Same school. Same school. University mm. of Houston. Just, just, we just couldn't wait a year, I guess, to get our guy from the University of Houston. Just couldn't wait. Um, so they have him on the defensive line. They have another player that also, it's not, not meant to be a, a hashtag who first fucking character assassination. But every fucking time I see Joe trying on that field, bro, <laughs> this man's out here looking athletic, running players down, making plays. I'm just like, and it's funny because you know I, I peeped out like Bucks fans are adoring him. Like, <gasps> he's not, he's not at the point where they want. But I'm like, shit, I wish, <laughs> I wish he was getting some of that from who first. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, shit, y'all should be happy with that. Just, yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, it's, it's that's the matchup though, man. That front, that's it. That's it. That's it. And if if they and I, I think one of the most interesting parts about this game, we'll, we'll talk about like 
Latavius Murray being signed to the practice squad and um, Mark Ingram didn't practice or he was limited practice day. Um, but I'll be interested and curious to see, does Pete Carmichael look at what happened in the, in the fourth quarter? And he just says, just like, this is, this is what our office has to be like yeah. just to some degree, not fully, you know, running gun fully, um, hurry you up. know, hurry up. But like, is if if we're gonna be successful with Jameis, this worked. the The line blocked. It worked. Everything was humming. Do I have to change the offense to kind of fit that mold more? I, it's gonna be interesting to see, man. Because if they come out and start trying to do those those same like Saintsy West Coast option things, and it's not working, and it's like. You know, it's 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 interesting, man, because you know so much went into that comeback. Um, part of it was, yeah, they went hurry up. Another, like they like basically the Tampa defense pretty much stopped blitzing. Oh yeah, the um, uh, Falcons defense. Falcons defense stopped blitzing. Yeah. Um, so that helped. Um, so and you know they went hurry up, so you know the the clock in James's head was sped up. He was getting the ball out. Um, it was just. It was really just beautiful like that. Everything was just started working. And I get, I think part of it, we got to understand, like, man, these dudes played almost no preseason time mm-hmm. together. Uh, Mike Thomas started getting healthy during camp. Then Jameis got hurt. Then Jameis got back. Then Mike Thomas got hurt. And Mike Thomas was, like, literally limited last week. You know what I'm saying? So he's – so they pretty much had no, all, very little, almost no time together. Um, there's what, like, they played like seven, eight snaps in the preseason mm-hmm. like starters. So it's like, I guess part of it, we should have understood that this was going to take some time, you know, right? Like, the offense, um, you saw, kind of saw it around the league, like, man, like all of the contending, like most of the contending teams and stuff like, except like the Chiefs or the Bucks, I mean, the Bills, um, everybody else just pretty look, looked pretty rusty, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody was rusty, all the teams. The contended, uh, contended teams that sit the starters during the preseason, don't play much, you know, they all look pretty rusty, you know, and I think that's just a part of this new age where, you know, teams don't like to put their starters out there in the preseason and, and you know, they, they feel they want to save the players and they kind of use the beginning of the regular season as their preseason. Right. I mean, conversely, you see teams, you know, the teams that are, really trying to come up teams that are, you know, there was a losing team that's trying to come up. They putting in work, you know, like Marcus Mariota, he was putting in work the preseason. You know what I'm saying? He was getting snaps, you know, build those, build their offense. Cause they ain't got no time. Like they, right. <laughs> like they need to win. You know what I'm saying? Like they ain't got no time for all that. So I think there's something you, that's why you saw so many upsets, you know, in week one. And it's going to be interesting to see how that just kind of percolates out as we go along as tapes start coming out. As you know, players start getting their feet under him. Um, as we see, you know, uh, Jameis starts getting better timing with Mike Thomas, and you know his wide receivers. Um, the good thing is, it's already there with J- uh, Jarvis, bro. Like I, yes. I rewatched that game. I'm like, man, like Peter man, like you know yes. what I'm saying? Like Jarvis, he all like that three million. He's getting three million dollars. Like to get that, a player at that level. And he's healthy, you know, knock on wood, he stays that way. 
Like, bro, that's a, that's one of the best FA signings this season, man. Like, by any team. A steal, bro. An absolute and steal. We, and they, they signed him, what, in what, May? Mm-hmm. Yeah. May, June, or something like that? Ridiculous. Like, that's crazy. Um, You know what's funny is that as I was, as I was watching that game against the Falcons, my first thought, not that, you know, they probably can't afford him, but I just wonder, like, do, do things like that, like, Man, is Odell looking and just like, man, my old teammate at LSU doing that for like the hometown team and he's high. Like, yeah. man, like I, I watched the just seeing Jarvis's energy after the after the game, bro. He was it was beautiful, bro. High, man, like it, like I don't like it. It was just it was it was. It just brought so like it felt special, it, right? It, it's, it's definitely a special man. You gotta understand, man. I'm not saying like I'm sure every town has this, but like New Orleans is a. He, I mean, Jarvis is not from New Orleans. He's like right outside New Orleans, but like Louisiana is a. It's a very like I don't know how to explain it. Like it's very like family orientated and like you really like it's really like its own little world kind of. So, like, players here, like, when you get to play here, bro, you got so much family here and all that. It's just, it's different, man. That's why, you know, for, like, um, Honey Badger and Jarvis Landry to be playing here, bro, like, you know, it's just different for them, man. Like, it's a different type of feel for them, bro. Like, beyond the money, like, you getting to play in front of your people, like, you know what I'm saying? So, it's it's crazy just to see. And he, you know, he enjoyed it, man. Like, he's really enjoying it. That's why I'm like, man, like, Met Bam, they had, a, they, had a, they had two years on that deal, Kai. <laughs> Did that work, Kai? Just tack them on. A couple of, tack them on, man. You know they already got ghost years on there. Just put a little money in there, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, y'all can do that. I, I think uh, a point in this game is I, I wonder, and I'm sure to some degree they may try it, maybe whether it be with Taysom, but historically at time, like Sean – when Sean coached the team, he didn't even try to run at the defense, bro. He didn't try to. He, mm-hmm. he like, I think he just felt like I'm not gonna bang my head against like something that I know is not gonna work and just waste downs. And so he just kind of tried to attack them offensively and things like or off passing walls and things like that. I wonder if Pete's gonna have that same mindset. Uh, AK's dealing with the rib. He's limited practice. Um, they signed Latavius to the practice squad. It, wouldn't shock me at all if he is is elevated to the the roster for the actual game um but it all it all comes down to the offensive line it all comes down to to Jameis and timing and getting the ball out on time it's it's the first yeah. it's the first like rematch between fucking Mike Thomas and Carlton Davis bro like they haven't they, yeah since um since the playoff game um, yeah man I mean Saints Rays was talking trash um, oh, I they all called Davis garbage. I'm like, man, <laughs> I'm like, the dude ain't garbage. Like, he's just not. I'm sorry, he's a good cornerback, right? And he is, he excels against cornerback, against wide receivers like Michael Thomas. 100%. Although, um, like he, I will say, he he's done well against Michael Thomas when the quarterback's been Drew Brees, right? Because everything that's a good point, was, that's a point that you need to state. That's a Everything was short within 10 at the most, maybe 15 yards. And you could kind of sit 
and stay close to the wide receiver on routes like that. Right. This is the first time that my, and we we saw we saw it in the game, bro. Like I know it was kind of yeah. like a pick play, but like that pass he threw that that Mike Thomas like you know jumped and extended and caught like yeah. Drew Brees isn't throwing that pass unless it was like 2017. Like right. And so this is kind of like the first time that Carlton Davis is facing Mike Thomas, but he yes. has a quarterback. Well, maybe Mike Thomas is going to go a little, might go a little deeper. Um, right. I also think, and he had some, obviously he had flashes um, against Fal- the Falcons, but I also think this could really like, this is why drafting a player like Chris Olave could come in handy. Because, mm-hmm. all right, let's say Carl, Carl, you know, Carlton Davis is doing this thing on Mike Thomas. Um, I don't even know who the second Buck starting corner is. Honestly, I don't, I don't even know. Um, but you know, whoever, oh, I'm gonna pull it up right now. Uh, Jamel Dean. So Jamel Dean's gonna be on Jarvis, and then so you're so they're leaving. Is that Anton Winfield? Is that Sean Murphy Bunting? On Chris Olave, like who are like safeties and slots, like that's that's a, like a matchup that I think if they if the Saints gets give gets time from the offensive line that they can really exploit um, down the field. And like you said, it comes back to that front man. Because if you go back and look at some of the all twenty two of the um, Falcons game. Man, Olave was getting open a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like he was beating this guy, you know what I'm saying? So he just needs the targets. So, I mean, he's going to be an option that's there. He's going to win his matchups a lot, um, whether that's short, that's intermediate, or deep. Um, so he, they're going to have to expand his offense, man. We, we still, even though we saw a little bit of it in that hurry-up, you know, we still haven't seen the offense at its full capability. Um but look, the Bucks defense ain't no joke, bro. Like no. the front is good. Not at all. They, if you go watch that um if you go watch the Cowboys game, like the linebackers, they just flooded the middle of the field. Safeties, like they they just muddied the middle of the field that made it hard for Dak Prescott and that's, to uh, and that, pick his spots. And that's where, at least historically, that's where Sean likes used to like to attack the Bucks defense is in the middle of the field. Right. Um it's 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 gonna be fascinating, man. It's gonna be fascinating. Can I, I do think I do think they and I know our dude Mitch was just annoyed about it during the game, bro. He was like, Why are they going away from the taste of shit? It's working. Go back to it. <laughs> like yeah. um really? it, it, I think if it's working, especially like it was against the Falcons, and I'm not saying running it every play or anything like that. But sprinkling that in consistently, you know, if it's if it's gaining good plus yardage is something I, you know, and that's a different way to kind of run the ball, but, you know, run the ball, but still get production in the run game. Right. No, I agree. Like, dude, use Taysom, man. Like, Taysom is a weapon. Or, like, use him in a run game. I want to see more tight end Taysom. I'm going to see him use him in the pass game a little more, man. Like, Let's get some tight end screens going. Let's 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 get something going, man. Like ways to attack the aggressive of aggressiveness of this Bucks defense. Um, you know, I, hey, some I don't know if we talked about it on the last pod, but look, Jawan Johnson, mm-hmm. man, like 
after you know looking at this game again, he he was blocking well, blocking his ass off. Made plays in the pass game, like he looked pretty good as a tight end, man. So we already know like he's been like in Jameis's hip for a while. So if they can expand that that chemistry that they have, man, that's that'll be huge, man. Like I I you know I cut on Jawan Johnson a, a lot. <laughs> we all but have, if, but look, it, it, he's a he's a, he's a good athlete. Like yes. he is a good athlete. As a tight end, like as a wide receiver, no, no he's a slow wide receiver. But, but as a tight end, you know, it's a pretty good athlete, man. So, like, let him, like, if he could floss, hey, I'm look, move on from Troutman. Like, I know Troutman's gonna be in there. Get I was some just about to say, bro, that. like, with Jawan and Taysom, bro, Troutman, like, the third tight end on the team, bro. Hey, death of the 2020 draft, bro. <laughs> that shit dead, man. That shit is dead. <laughs> Not being resuscitated at all, bro. Like, no, <laughs> nobody resuscitated that draft class. Um, anything else, like, offensively? Um, uh, I mean, I saw Trey, uh, Trey Clown Smith was limited today. <laughs> okay, Trey Clown got some touchdowns against the Bucks, man. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, like Traquan as a four, like eight, eight. Bad. No, it's not bad. As a four or five. No, because you got Hardy. You know, it's not bad. It's, I, I, okay, I can't, bro. Just get. I can't. I can't, Ryan. I can't do it. Um. Although I will say, especially going against a team in a defense like this, the more weapons you have, the better. Um, yeah. So I, I will. Hundred percent can concede that. Um, trying to think if there's just anything other, uh, anything else offensively. Um, we didn't even talk about. Well, the only time we would have talked about it would have been during the recap pod, I believe. But we didn't even talk about McCoy getting the contract extension. Um, oh yeah. So that kind of kind of happened a couple of weeks after CD Deuce got traded, and he played he played outstanding. He did. He had like a couple of bad snaps here and there, but for the most part, he he. He played. He played well. Um, for sure. His blo- his blocking was terrific, man. He was downfield. Oh yeah, he downfield, was... just clearing pathways and beautiful, man. Beautiful. Um, let's flip it over. Let's flip it over. Bucks offense, Saints defense. The the success or the outcome of this game is gonna is gonna be. You got three fucking first round picks, or I guess technically you have four fucking first round picks if you're considering two first, two first round. You got numerous first round picks invested in this in this defensive line. They have to get to Tom Brady, but I do wonder if if um, Byron Leftwich looks at the tape and sees, man, he's saying not really didn't didn't run didn't didn't fit their run gaps well. Like he was getting to eat up, mm-hmm. up a lot in the run game. And maybe, maybe they don't even try to put the, which is weird to say, but maybe they don't try to start off putting the game in Tom Brady's hands, man. Maybe they try to say, hey, let's see if Leonard Fournette can get going and have that same success that the Falcons did. I do think it's, it's different in the sense that the challenges that having like a quarterback, like Marcus Mariota and like that unpredictability of like, formations and if he's going to run and things like that that just as just a as a natural thing kind of maybe just puts a little pause in terms of 
you know, when you're a defender or if you're on the defensive line, because maybe you're thinking it's going to be to the quarterback. Obviously, yeah. when you're playing against Tom Brady, that's completely not the case. Like, it's not, not the case. even remotely the case. So maybe we see a completely different run game, or hopefully they, they do have a different freaking run game. But I just have a point-blank question to ask you, bro, and I don't feel like it's being talked about enough. Is David Ayamata good? He's fine. He's fine. He's a fine defensive tackle. But, you know, for the money making and, you know, where you want to see him at this point, you develop him from a guy who didn't know anything about football to where he is now. You kind of want to see him take that next step as a pass rusher. Um, because he he still he's still good at uh, controlling blocks, eating up blocks, um, getting a little pressure. But I'm I'm not seeing the pass rush enough from him, and they they need it desperately up the middle, man. Like they need it, and it's not consistent enough for me, man. Like I don't know if you need to get the PEDs. That's what I was about to say, bro. He hasn't had the same type of ge- <laughs> haven't had the same type of game of impact since he got close no. to him, bro. No, man. And you know, the, the, I mean, that D line, bro, it's it's looking questionable, man. You got Yamada, you know, Cam Jordan is long in the tooth. Um, but Davenport is looking like a defensive tackle. Oh, this, uh, did he did he audition for the whale? Like, <laughs> <laughs> bro, we watched him, bro, and like, I'm not seeing the explosiveness. Um, he is not saying he's lumbering, but that it, it just it's just not there right now, man. It's not there. But that you know, hopefully, hopefully it does come. Uh, it's because he didn't. You know, he barely practiced during the training. But camp, that's what but I'm man, saying. Like, doesn't that go back to training camp, bro? And we was ask, asking these questions. It was just like, like I I get like your pinky got amputated, bro. But like, you can't get a Vertimax. You can't get. Like a treadmill? Max.com, baby. <laughs> you can't get on a treadmill? Like, that's what's the perplexing part to me. Cause cause like they made it sound like his pinky got amputated and then like his whole body just shut down. Like yeah. this man was just in bed, just couldn't move. And I'm like uh, I don't understand. I, I didn't get it then, but now as the season started, and I'm not saying that Davenport's the only NFL player to do this. This happens to numerous NFL players. A lot of players just play themselves in the shape, in football shape, mm-hmm. during the football season. It's very common. But it's just, I don't know, man. It's its disheartening. Uh, and just be like, what? Like, I don't even know if they're even considering giving him a contract extension. But they I'll just say if they're considering that, they got to be fucking careful as hell. Because they're, they're, to me, there's more red flags with Davenport than they are green it would, flags. It would be like year to year. Yeah, it had to be. Like it would, it would be like Drew Brees' first contract with the Saints. Like it's like a ten, like like Drew Brees, what sixty million ten a year. Literally, the first year was guaranteed. That was it. Like, <laughs> just every year it was, you know, no year was guaranteed after that. It would, it wouldn't have any, all the any guarantees in it, man. Cause I don't trust them. Don't trust them. How can you trust? You can't. How can you trust Marcus Davis? You can't, man. How? You can't. You cannot. <laughs> you cannot do it. You can't do it, man. You can't. Impossible. 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 
Uh, you know, so I, I, I just hope he turns because, like we we talked about it all off season. Yep, so important. He is a key, key. And then I, I'm not even spending a lot of time talking on about Peyton Turner. Yeah, um, I'm tired of But I, I want to see from the coaching standpoint or coaching aspect. Can we get? Tano active? Can we yeah. can we elevate Taco? Because at least I know what I'm getting out of them. At right. least I know. But from this dude, like I, I'm already past the, the block field goal, bro. I'm already past it. Next, already past. Next. <laughs> um, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see if if they still want to keep throwing money after bad money mm. this week. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, It'll be interesting. I want like this to me. This is, a, and I hate I hate saying this because usually when like an offensive line is like depleted or not in good shape, fucking Saints defense run comes in and they look like the the pristine Cowboys offensive line with Zach Martin and <laughs> and Teron Smith, bro. Like it's, it's the story <laughs> old as time, but potentially the left tackle is going to be um, potentially left tackle is not going to be there. They're down to like. A th- second string, third string guard. Ryan Jensen isn't playing, obviously, because he he tore his whatever the fuck he did to himself in training camp. Like this should be this should be the fucking game where this defense dominate the defensive line dominates and just swarms Tom right. Brady time and time again. But it, but if they don't dominate in this game, then like my my concern level goes from like, okay, I'm concerned to like, okay, this is going to be a fucking problem. Yeah. It's the run game. I'm honestly worried about the run game. I am too, the man. Run defense. Cause it's, it, if I'm not saying uh linear go crazy, but if it becomes one of those, you know, six yards, eight yards, and he's falling forward, getting those first downs, man, that is, that is just one of those long days in the office, bro. It's like, Oh God. You know, Tom Brady hitting them short passes. You know, we we you know, I guess we talk about the pass game now for the Bucks offense. Before before you we know, Julio before we let's, oh, go before we go into the, the pass game, let's let's wait a little second, let's kick it over to our sponsors, we'll be right back. All right. Hey yo, Adam. What's up? Man, there's just one guy I've been wanting the Saints to pick up. It's this dude out left yet. What? Luke, yeah, man, this dude named Luke Butler runs with Hargrove Roofing. The dude is like 6'4", 285 pounds. What? Yeah, man, like he could beat our Ruiz, bro. He could be the next AD. Sign him up, play for the Pelicans. Man, listen, so look, plus, here's the thing about him. He'll take care of any of your roofing needs that we have down in South Louisiana. It's crazy that you bringing him up because I've watched film on him and I could tell y'all he knows what's going on in the home insurance game. With storm season approaching, give Luke with Hargrove Roofing a call at 985-590-7601. Again, 985-590-7601. He's going to take care of y'all. You're a beast. 
all right, sorry to cut you off. Let's let's get into this this past game because this to me is going to be fascinating to see. Yeah. Part part of it's going to be fascinating to see. This is the perfect game where the Saints hubris could bite them in the ass. Yeah. Let's, let's take a step. Oh, yeah. Let's take a step back. Okay. Could have kept Marcus Williams, best single high safety in the league. Twenty four years old, twenty five years old. Didn't keep him for like a difference of like two million dollars. Okay. Whatever. Trade you trade CD Deuce for. God knows why. Trades, trades him for peanuts. He's playing with Philadelphia. All right. Cool. Oh, but your cornerback who um, had an amazing training camp was potentially like where you could roll out and have two cornerback ones on the field, which is wild to have. His ankle is still bothering him. So now you have to move. Bradley Roby, who was supposed to be the slot taking over for CD, now he becomes cornerback two. You have Justin Evans, who had a great game against the Falcons from the slot position. He becomes a slot. It just it it's it's added so much pressure and all the depth and all the things that made this secondary great and a Super Bowl contender is completely yeah. gone now. I'm not right. and then I'll be honest, man. I said a little bit in the recap pod. I'm worried about Bradley Roby, bruh. Worried, bruh. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, especially if you're not getting pressure. Oof. He's just not. He's just not that guy, especially on the outside, man. Like, it's just, he's just not, man. Like when he when he got drafted, what it was, twelve, thirteen, somewhere like, around there. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Like. He's a, he's a fine corner. He's a fine corner that could play for you, but Todd Beatty will abuse that boy. Like, you put him on, on Julio Jones, and, you know, Julio Jones, he was, you know, he didn't practice today. You know, we don't know if that's a typical yeah, Julio day off or whatever. Yeah, so but we'll see. But, you know, like, Julio was looking good against you know, Dallas, man. Like, that speed was bad, that explosiveness. What, what did we say on one of the podcasts we did during the offseason after he was signed, bro. We, every Saints fan was like, had it, had jokes, and they was like, <laughs> and we and we came on this show when we said, all right. <laughs> all right. Like, having who? I was like, that's damn, that's a good sign. I was like, damn. Like, Julio's your wide receiver three or wide receiver four, and now he's like, you know, because of injury, like, he's your, you know, he, it's like the inverse. So the the Bucks right receivers is like the inverse of the Saint secondary, bruh. Like that's what the right. secondary should have been. Like okay, one guy goes right. down, but we have another guy we can put in place. Boom, we don't we, we don't have to worry about it. That like right. I'm not saying Julio is dominant Julio or anything like that, but do I think he can get Bradley Roby a couple of times if Tom Brady got Hell time? Yeah. Absolutely, no question. Like, what are we doing? No question. <laughs> like, <laughs> No question, man. So, you know, that's gonna be a matchup we gotta watch. You know, we know about Sean and and um oh boy and Evans. That's gonna be interesting. Look, man, look, we we gonna we gonna make fun of that matchup and call um Evans his son and all that stuff. But Evans is is on a Hall of Fame trajectory. Isn't that wild? Like that. 
That's wild. He's on a Hall of Fame trajectory, bro. If you look at his statistics and what he's been, and what he has meant for that team, and he doesn't. Um, and I remember when he was at Texas A and M, bro. They wanted to move him to tight end. Like I'll never forget yeah. it. Yeah, I'll never forget. Remember? <laughs> I remember. Yeah, I remember perfectly, man. I was like, this dude is a dog. Dog. I mean, he, I mean, basically made Johnny football. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like he, yes. He he was the one making plays for Johnny football. But anyway, like. I, I have confidence in Lattimore. Yes. I have confidence. But, but you know, like, it depends how they play him. You know, dude, with all these weapons, you know, do they, you know, do they have Sean shadow him? Or do they just play sides? You know, I think they'll just probably play sides. So, Would you play sides? Like, this, know. to me, if if it's me, and no one fucking asked me, but it's it's our podcast, so I'm asking my fucking self. If it's me, I'm I'm taking Sean... He's following. He's shadowing Evans the entire game, and then we, and then Julio or whoever, like we'll figure out the rest. Because right. to that's me, that's what I would do too. Because to me, I'm like I know for maybe like most of the game, Marshawn on on Evans will be it'll break even, right? Yeah. Like there may he might get some plays on Sean. Sean might you know get some plays on him, but for the most part, it'll break even. And if they, if it breaks even. As a defensive coordinator, I think you live with that. It's the rest. It's like the other things that that could get you. It's yeah. like Russell Gage and he, man, he's a little, he was a DMB today too, bro. Like, yeah, man. And I again, it's it's Wednesday, so I I know we record we record the preview show Wednesday. This is the first time the practice report comes out. But we, the reason why we recorded on Wednesday is because we want it to be out and early, so everyone can listen to the preview pod before the game. We, we tried a different formula where we used to record Thursday night and then it'd be up on Friday and then people don't listen to podcasts on Saturday. <laughs> Understandable. Mm-hmm. Like, it just doesn't happen. So that's why we're trying to kind of change how, how we do things. So by the time when you're listening to this, by the time like Friday, Saturday rolls around, like things injury wise can and have at times completely changed. So we acknowledge that. Um, but one of like the sneaky matchups in this game, though, for real, for real. Is uh, Teron Matthew because he he's seen over the years is kind of just having Tom Brady's like number like he'll get an interception mm. and he have like a pick six I don't know what it is about Tom Brady bro I don't know what it is especially like during those like when he was with the Chiefs yeah. those Chiefs Patriots games like it was just so I'll be interested to see how they plan to deploy him in the game. Yeah, absolutely. And I know we cut we cut up we cut jokes about Marcus May about Marcus May during the August game and everything, bro. But <laughs> but one thing got one thing that was very apparent in that first game is his physicality and his presence yeah. is and was felt. Oh yeah, absolutely. And he was he was just around the ball, man. Like pretty much every defensive snap you saw him. Uh, what's his number? Is it nine? What number? No, he's six. not nine. I know that. Six. Like you saw number six, you know, in in the screen pretty much every step. Um, he's just that type of player. He's active. Um, missed a couple tackles. I hope he cleaned that up. Uh, pretty much the whole defense. I mean, I saw Demario Davis miss mm-hmm. tackles. So, you know, I hope that's something they clean up. They've been a good tackling team uh, the last, you know, five, six years now. So, that's something I, you know, I'm confident they'll clean up, but they need to. Um, I want to see Honey. I just, yeah, like you said, I want to see our Honey Badger. Like I want to see him moving around or get him active, get him on a blitz. 
you know, they didn't blitz as much uh, against the Falcons, man. I want to see him. I know you got to be careful with that when you, when you FaceTime Brady. But, you know, early in the season, you know, test it out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? They don't have a ton of tape on anybody. You know, test it out. Just see, you know, just see what happens. Yeah, I, I, I think you can. Especially if the front four ain't doing work. Right? If the front four doing work. If the front four doing work, okay, okay, let the front four do work. But, I mean, from what we're seeing, I'm not super confident the front four going to mm. do work. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. I mean, I think they, you know? I think they could do work, but I think the reason they would do work is that the coaching staff has to acknowledge like our investment in this first round pick, at least right now, mm. isn't coming to fruition. Like they have to own that and say, we got to put players on the field that we feel can make plays and affect the game. Cause let's, let's just be real, bro. Like in however many games he's played, Peyton Turner has probably Peyton Turner has made his presence known in a meaningful game, maybe one game. And even that, you know that with that Peyton Turner Carolina game reminds me of, bruh, that fucking Alan Troutman play he had against <laughs> Devin White, bruh. A little jerk route. <laughs> great play, great route. Jerk route. And, like, he just blew up, bruh. Like, he was, like, the next coming. And people still hold on to that Peyton Turner. Oh, well, he showed up against the Panthers. Like... Still. <laughs> man, it's a, Still, bro. This is a, a what have you done for me lately league, man. Like, what are we, what are we doing? Um, anything else you can think about when the defense on the field, Tom Brady, any anything, Bucks offense? Uh, and like you said, man, that Marcus Williams effect. Um, yeah. I, I, saw, I saw two incompletions from... Tom Brady, but he 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 still got on, man. Like unbelievably, forty five years old, he still has a ton of arm. That don't make no fucking sense, bro. Get, it it don't make no damn sense. So like, you know, like this man, this man is eleven. Mark, this man is eleven years older than me, and <laughs> unbelievable. He older than me. He's older than me. Crazy, crazy. But you know, Marcus May is a guy who you know he bites a bit. He, yes. he bites on that play action. You know, he likes to be in the mix, likes to be down. Whereas Marcus Williams, Marcus Williams did his job, bro. He was back there, back 20, 30 yards back there, man, just hovering. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it's going to be interesting to see if, you know, Tom Brady, who knows Marcus May, um, can, you know, is going to play a little game with him. You know what I'm saying? Play games with the safety, play games with his eyes. It's going to be an interesting matchup to just see how all that works out. And the type of defense, you know, like, I don't think we ran a ton of single high Mm-mm. with uh, Marcus May. So, you know, you might see a lot of two safety looks and stuff like that. I don't know what the – I got to read Maddie's breakdown to run see what the coverages we ran. But it's kind of hard to gauge from that Atlanta off. Because, man, Atlanta, I mean, look, bro, like, just not to keep harping on Atlanta, but they brought it, bro. Like, Arthur, Arthur Smith was cooking, man. Cooking, bro. <laughs> All the cook he gave, he brought like a nice little offense package with Marcus Mariota, you know, that worked really well with Cardell Patterson. And, you know, you got uh, Drake London who looked good. Um, Kyle Pitts, you know, Sean handled that, but I'm sure Kyle Pitts is going to have a great season. For for sure. So, but it's, it was a, it was a strange, it's a, it's a very different defense. From, I mean, offense from what we're going to face this week. So it's just going to be interesting to see how things play out. Uh, it's just interesting, bro. This whole first month, 
You know, we we gonna learn about this team. Learn, bro. We we gonna know. But if they if they could just um if, win win, but just thinking long term, if they could win their first three games of the season, bro. Man, oh, three divisional games, man. bro. Like that's huge. Huge. And look, I, I was listening to Sean Payton uh, interview, and he was talking about just how how much coaches love being able to fix things after a win. Like, because mm. he was talking about the Saints, he was like, "I know after a game, like to come away with a win, you know, something they probably probably shouldn't have won, and be able to put the tape on and point to all the little things that went wrong." That player, it just makes it so much easier for a coach because coaches just love it because, you know, you got players' attentions now because they got the win, they're happy, they feel good, but they want to be better. Right. So I think, you know, just for them to get that win the way it worked out where people are on better morale, I think that's going to be uh, – I hope I hope it's just going to work out better. Because, like, like, you know, there was some bad tape, bro. There's some oh, lot of bad tape in that game. Oh, buddy. Also, you know, from – a, a bigger perspective, like I, I want, I hope there's more of the little things kind of fixed up with yeah. with DA as a head coach. Because like one, the, oh, yeah, the biggest yeah. thing is was the whole cleats thing, man. Like I knew they were, oh, I yeah. knew they were wearing the wrong cleats. I knew it, yeah. and that just wouldn't. It's just something that would not happen under Sean. It just absolutely would not, not have occurred at all. So I got the details, the, the details, man. It's like, like Mark Ingham said, bro, the, the shit that made Sean Payton crazy. Like he was nuts about details. A psycho, you know, psycho, you know, and uh, DA doesn't strike me as that type mm-hmm. of guy, but you know, he's going to have to learn to be a little psycho about certain things and a little obsessive, you know, even if it's simple as just, you know, having a footing or coming out to practice, you know, like Sean Payton would have players, go practice in the visiting stadium just to get a adjustment on the footing to see what it's like. You know what I'm saying? Go through walkthroughs out there, see what the footing is like so they can understand. Um, but you know, like, yeah, we'll see, you know, we play it at home. It's going to be in the dome. Dome going to be rocking. Um, whew. we'll see, bro. But if they, they need to get this W man. Like I just, if you could I, check this one off the list, boy, that's huge. You know, you know me. There is no better feeling than us recording a post game pod after they beat the Bucks, bro. Oh man, that's been our best numbers, bro. <laughs> but before the Falcons uh, come back on week, <laughs> easily our best numbers were the Bucks, the Bucks episodes. <laughs> easily, it wasn't even close. Um, and it's. I don't know. I don't know if it's just because, like, I don't. I don't interact with Buck fans, bro. Like, I don't. I don't interact with them. I don't talk to them. Most of them are are, are blocked. Um, but something about that that feeling, and maybe it's because they have Tom Brady. I don't know what it is, man. I can't. I can't pinpoint. Yeah. But that feeling is ah, uh, chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. One thing I do. I do want to see. I, 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 I don't know. Maybe it was just you know he's just getting the rust out, but I, 
some more consistency from Will Lutz, bro. Like, I know he came in the clutch when they needed the field oh, goal, yeah. but like, that's. Yeah, man, give us. Give us that consistency, man. That's, That's all we need, bro. Like that forty-four yarder. If you would have hit that, the, that just complexion of the game is completely different. Go- yeah, can we get some punt returns? <laughs> Party. <laughs> yeah, little <no> fair catches. <laughs> the way you just said his name, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it's a punt return, bro. I know you had one against the Falcons, like, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Uh, before we end this episode, let's do a quick go through of the games this upcoming uh, this this Sunday uh, week two. Um, but before we do that, let's take a quick break. Let's take a listen to another sponsor of ours. We'll be right back. What's up, Ryan? Yo, I'm just gonna say this. I don't want you to get offended. I'm a big dude. You a big dude. Damn. And I know sometimes weight loss has been an issue that we both dealt with our, our entire lives. But I want to tell you about something that I came across about this great new company called Vertimax. Okay. Did you know that Vertimax is the leading sports performance and fitness equipment company that's used by half of D1 programs and half of the NFL and NBA teams? We have an NFL podcast. Hmm. It's used by professional leagues as well as other teams all around the world. There's the Vertimax platform and there's a Vertimax Raptor used to help athletes improve their performance on the field for almost three decades. That's almost as old as you. I know we, we we pick on him, but did you know that pick on him in terms of his little his workouts? But Jameis Winston actually has trained on a Vertimax Raptor, and the mm. King of New Orleans himself, Drew Brees, has trained on a Vertimax platform along with other top NFL and college football pro athletes. I was just scrolling on TikTok, I saw Amari Cooper using a Vertimax machine. Wow. We know we have a lot of listeners that have kids. They're in sports. They're in soccer, baseball, football, track and field, you name it. If you're a parent and you want to help your child improve in terms of their sports performance, or maybe you just feel like you just want to get your body right for the summer and and get fit, you need to I check out summer. You need to you need to check out Vertimax. So. All you have to do is go to Vertimax.com or follow them on social media at Vertimax. That's B-E-R-T-I Max. Again, that's at B-E-R-T-I Max, Vertimax.com. Look into getting yourself a Vertimax platform, a Vertimax Raptor, and tell me you won't see the improvement. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, man. You got there's there's some games there's some games this weekend. There, yeah, buddy. There's some. 
games this weekend. Um, like Thursday night football starts with charges at charges and Chiefs, bro. Herbert Mahomes, <laughs> two, two top five quarterbacks, top three, two top three. Oh, you he said this man said top three. He said stop playing with him. He said stop playing with him. Uh, yes. Uh, I was very annoyed this whole off season about the whole like demise of Patrick Mahomes because Tyreek Hill wasn't there. It was just dumb. It was just dumb. I was like, this man is a, literally one of the best players to ever play the quarterback position. Also, I don't, I'm not going to get started on Ryan. I'm not going to get started on the bruh. Bruh. I know where you're going. I know where you're going. I didn't even watch. I didn't even watch the clip, bruh. I just read. I just read like the tweet or whatever when it's posted in our Discord, and I was like, nah. But your reaction to it was hilarious. You're like. Shot fuck out my face talking about the best. Please, <laughs> fuck out my face. And he keep doing it, man. I saw him on uh It was something else he did, right? He was there. Yeah, he was on herd or somebody. Yeah, it was man. a herd. He just, yes. It's just like I've never seen a quarterback. Like I've never graded a quarterback. So I was like, "Fuck you, bro." <laughs> you know, like you was you was the fucking head coach. You ran the team. You could have. You could have said. You could have said, you know what? And obviously, you know, they would have like missed on Marcus Williams, but like he's like, let's you know what, I have so much conviction in this guy, I want to give up the second round pick, you know, our, our second rounder just to move up to get him. I mean, on Heard, he even told Heard that like Drew Brees was in the draft. I remember that. I mean and, I knew And he told him yeah. And he told him, like, yeah, we are probably gonna take a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it, it was done. You know what I'm saying? Like it was done. But Oh, well, you know, the Chiefs jumped in front of us. Like, when the fuck has that ever stopped y'all from getting the player y'all want? Ever. Can we also talk about uh, the audacity that that happened in 2017, and then the very next year they trade a future first, fucking first-round pick to trap Marcus Davenport, bro? <laughs> to trap Davenport. It's just like... It's like, fuck you, bro. Like, I, I will always hold that against him. Always. I'm glad I, did, I didn't watch any of the videos. I couldn't, bro. Couldn't bring myself to it. But, let's, but it's the fact that he keeps talking about it, like you know, like yes. Shut up. Um, there's there's some games. So Chargers Chiefs Thursday night. I'll be going with the Chiefs. Um, Chargers are bang, a little banged up. There's no there's no Keenan Allen. Um, every, speaking speaking of watching the Chiefs, man, <laughs> man, I hope Peyton Turner mom don't listen to this podcast anymore, bro. But, like, do you know how annoying it is, like, watching George Kalafkis or whatever the fuck his name is just, just out there just balling, bro? Just pressure. Balling, just pressure. <laughs> this makes me sick. Um, Miami and Baltimore. Good game. Mm. Real good game. Because uh, Miami defense was getting after it, man. And, they, and historically, they've given Lamar fits. Yeah, that's gonna be a good one, man. I'm, I'm rooting for Lamar. I, I want to see him. I just want to see some crazy shit happen. I want him to hit free agency. I, I just want some crazy shit. Like I, that's all I'm rooting for. I'm scared. So I just want him to have. I want him to have just a great season. I'm scanning the the schedule for week two. There's only three games being played. Um, three games being played this week where both teams are one and zero, and the Saints are in one of them. Mm. So it, it's the Miami 
Baltimore game, it's the Saints Bucks game, and it's the Vikings Eagles game. So you gonna have some ooh teams thirsty teams. You don't want to go that on two. They want to on two. You start hit. You start seeing those tweets like teams have a forty percent chance to make the playoffs if they go. Start seeing those tweets. You don't want that, bro. We live that life. Um, to, I will. I won't throw throw it out there, bro. That, that that Cardinals Raiders game this week, bro. This might be, mm. that might be a must win game for the Cardinals because things feeling, bro. Things feeling yucky in Arizona right now, bro. They look they look bad, bad. They look bad. Like like I said, you know, we talked about the preseason and starters and all that stuff. So you know, maybe they pull it together. But you know, past couple of years they pretty much started out on fire. Mm-hmm. So to see them start out like that, man, I was like. Ooh. A lot of steak over there. It is, but everybody got extensions though. Like, you know I mean? like, coach got extension. If that's not the, got extension. That's, not, that's, that's not the definition of, of failing upwards, bro. <laughs> I don't know what. And I and I Steve love Kyle. and I love Cliff. I've always been a, been a Cliff fan for him being going to Texas Tech, being a, you know was Texas Tech quarterback, became a Texas Tech head coach for the football team. I always love Cliff, but like that's the definition of falling upwards, bro. Just oh yeah, makes no sense. Um, we have you had a divisional game Seahawks against the Niners. Can we can we talk about Nathaniel Hackett, bro? That was some of the absolute, absolute worst coaching in a in a spot under pressure that I feel like I have seen in a long time, bro. Like that was. You didn't have to be like you know, Michael Lombardi, Greg Rosenthal, no. understanding all the different you know rules to go with timeouts and shit. Like that was just like, bro, what are you doing? doing? <laughs> they wasted thirty on? seconds off the play clock. It was fourth and five, and he was like, even though we just gave this man a huge extension to be our quarterback or the, you know be our franchise quarterback. I'm going to send the kicker out to kick a 64-yard field goal to win? It was unbelievable, man. And they just let so much time run off the clock. Trickle, trickle, trickle. I mean, I mean, they're sitting there huddling. I'm like, what is going on? Why y'all huddling here? It was like it's 4-5. Like, like, they were approaching this like the game was tied. Right? <laughs> it's like, okay, we got another chance. Like, y'all losing. Like, if y'all don't win this, y'all don't lose. You know what I'm saying? So... That shit was crazy. Like that, that to me, if I was like a Broncos fan, I'd be like, "Man, get this dude out of out here, here now, out, now, now!" <laughs> Fire week one, bro. Um, it might. I, so the the Packers take on the Bears this season, or sorry, mm. um, Sunday night football. If Green Bay doesn't win, bro, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers gonna be a salt, a salty, salty motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. You know, this could be like last year. You know, got stumped by the Saints. Everybody was like, oh. What but, man, like, no, having, having no Devontae Adams. Huge. It's huge, bro. Like, huge. <laughs> like, that means something, man, because they used to cook. And, it's, and, and it's, you know, it's kind of like Drew Brees when, you know, Mike Thomas went mm-hmm. out, bro. It's like, I'm not saying Alvin Rodgers is, is limited like Drew Brees was, you know, as far as arm and all that that year, but. Bro, like, man, Drew Brees was, oof, I mean, it was, he was starting to some, like, if he had, if that Drew with the, with the weak arm 
had like this skills, you know, skill positions we have this year, it'd been way much better, man. Way much better. You know, but you know, it would have been the talent helping him out. Um, and right now, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have the talent to help him out right now, man. Yeah, and you you could see how like disgusted he was when when Christian Watson mm, dropped it. Oh, yeah. He he was like, if, he's like, if this nigger don't get off this fucking field right now, bro. Like you can, you can tell. <laughs> Which is the same, bro. Like damn, dude, a rookie man. Like he going like it, it was a it sucked because it hit him right. Like it was a perfect throw. It was like, oh like, damn, bro. Like, you gotta catch that. But come on, man. Like go back to him. You know what I'm saying? Like get that keep running that play back up. You know, because at least he was getting open, you know. So, I think they'll be they'll be okay, bro. Like they'll be in the mix. Um, but man, if they do go into it, and I mean, the Vikings, Vikings is cooking, cooking, bro. Ooh, it was cooking last week. So, Kurt Cousin said, "I'm here. T- tired of the tired of the ridicule. Tired of. See, don't put me on no dog, no Dalton scale, bitch. I'm, I am the scale. Bitch, I am the scale, motherfucker. I'm, I, I run the scale. I tip the scale." <laughs> That I mean, speaking of which, that's gonna be that's gonna be a good game to be at in London, bro. Oh yeah, bro. Ooh, that's gonna be a big game, bro. Huge. I think the Vikings serious, bro. I think I because in theory, both both teams. I know the, the Saints might you know you know not putting bad juju in, in in the universe, but the Saints could be three and zero, and the Vikings could be three and zero. That that London game, bro. Might be that'll be one of the best London games like ever, 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 <laughs> ever. Get to see Marshawn on Justin Jefferson. <laughs> mm. 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 Anyway, getting getting too excited. Take care of business against Tampa Bay. Beat the Bucks. Go two and zero, so we can have an awesome recap podcast Sunday night. If you yes, if you are a Patreon, the link will be posted to. Um, for the live stream, the Zoom link will be posted to the live stream in Patreon within the next couple of days. If you're not a Patreon, um, if you want to, you can become a Patreon and be a part of it. If not, we'll post just the the YouTube our YouTube link to our channel so you can just watch along. Honestly, you know, now that we've kind of figured out our setup, our di- our dynamic, and working things out, I wouldn't want to watch the Saints game any other way, bro. Like, bro. <laughs> So much fun, bro. <laughs> and look, like for people like I know me, I don't like to be around people I'm the same way. You know, watch the Saints the same game. way. But with this is great because like you you're in your house by yourself, you know, but you're on Zoom. You know what I'm saying? So you could you know, you could turn your camera off, you could mute, whatever you want to do. So it's like so much better just getting all the reactions, watching the game. Joey had me cracking up, bro. Oh my god. Like, bro. Dude. Uh, every time, every time the defensive get truck, he'd be like, "Oh my god!" Oh, that's the feeling, man. The best reactions, honestly, was like the non-reaction, bro. Shout out to our dude, Mitch in Hawaii, bro. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch was like. <laughs> so listen, like people, like seriously, like. Some good stuff, man. You become a patron. Like, if you just come a patron for a dollar a month. Dollar. Dollar. A dollar a month. You get one, you get access to our Discord, which is awesome. Awesome, man. Our Discord channel is awesome. Popping all day, 24-7. You get access to the live streams we do on game day, which, you know, if you're out of market and it's hard for you to watch the Saints game, 
I'm just saying, can, become a patron. Can like, um, and I, and this this is from someone who has been a Saints fan for a number of years. Have never been like in an area to consistently get Saints games, whether it's living in Texas uh, and then been living in California for as long as I have. Not, like, it, or if you're in another country, just having a place where you know every Sunday or whatever day it is, at whatever time, I can go in, watch the game with the guys, quote-unquote, in a virtual setting, have my drinks, not have to worry about uh, a bootleg stream, having all these pop-ups, having titties mm-hmm. and ass and all this porn yeah. popping up. Try, I'm trying to... Viruses, ball wear. We, we got y'all. It's taken care of. Just just be in there. We got you. Um, I, I look I look forward to it, man. It's it's dope. I know that because of Sunday is a home game. Obviously, there you know. Obviously, some some people in our in our little group or in circle may be at the actual game. If you're going, be loud. If you're if you're not going to the game, if you're in, in Louisiana, if you're not going to the game because you live somewhere else, hop in hop in the Discord with us. Get the information. Become a Patreon. It really it really just changes watching the game experience and i also think watching it that way the like the emotions are still there like the emotions are still there but i would say like the lows don't don't and obviously the lows don't bother us but like if you're still kind of emotionally connected to the team the lows don't hit as hard because like at that point yeah. like everyone's in there just laughing like of course yeah like what else could go fucking wrong like it's just right it's just it's beautiful, man. It's one. It's honestly one of the proudest things I that you and I have have built. Um, and shout out to all the people in our Discord who have kind of like gave suggestions of like how to share a screen. It, it's mwah, chef's kiss. So, long story. Become a Patreon as low as even a dollar a month. Get in there with us. We have like maybe fifteen more coffee mugs to get out for all the sinks for the coffee mugs to be out. Um, I've, I have reached out, I believe to everyone for their address who is at the $10 level. Um, so if you have not gotten my email, if you haven't responded to our email, please, please respond with your address so we can get all the mugs out. Um, this week alone, I think 10 mugs or 11, 12 mugs have been shipped out. So they're on the way. Everyone should get them or people should get them either by the end of this month or first week of next month. So you guys will have your coffee mugs. Um, I think that's it. Really appreciate T public T public. Our merchandise is popping off. We have to do, we do have to add more, um, designs and stuff. And we'll work on that. It's just been a little swamp for both of us work wise. So that's something we'll work on, but thank y'all for like point blank period. Thank y'all all the, the kind words that y'all y'all sent in on on Sunday on week one, just you know, just being a part of this Saints Twitter podcast family, um, it means the world to Ryan and I. Like it truly, truly does. Yeah. Um, we had no idea what the fuck we were doing two years ago when we started this, um, but we are extremely, extremely proud that it has become what it is. And at this point, we just we just want to continue to grow the family with with good people and like. That's it. It's like everyone in in our in this group in the Saints Twitter family is is good people, and so we just want to continue to add on, um, and adding more and more good people. So we will be back Sunday night, um, recap recapping the game and 
go go Saints, man. Go become two and zero. Do Ooh. what you gotta do, so we can fucking be clowning Sunday night. That's all I gotta say. Clown, clown him, bro. I mean, we gonna clown him any e- e- either way, but like, I want to clown for like happy reasons. So, um, yeah, all that. Thank y'all. Um, li- any likes, retweets on social media, please continue to do that. Continue to get this word please. around. Also, also, last thing. Huge, huge, huge shout out to our boy, our dude Chris. Hashtag White Wealth. He is doing Ooh. an amazing, amazing, amazing fucking job with everything that he's helping us out with with video content this season. Um, Chris, we appreciate you, man. Um, you're doing great work. Um, we thank you, man. Like we truly, 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 truly thank yes. you. Yes, thank um, you. Cause, oh, one last thing. Hashtag Saints Twitter Podcast on YouTube. Yes. Go subscribe. Go subscribe. Like the videos. Uh, we're going to be putting a lot of content out there. So make sure a lot of people like to listen to podcasts on YouTube. So I'm trying to put every episode out there plus other content. So make sure you subscribe. Hashtag Saints Twitter Podcast on YouTube. Just look it up. Make sure to follow us. Follow us. With that, we're out. Peace. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.